three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. so much for listening we are the real pineapple this is hunter and i'm here with colin colin how are you friend i'm doing pretty good it's good to be uh back on the podcast what's up guys yeah nothing nothing it's a monday too which uh which is wonderful uh we are uh celebrating late the birthday weekend of yours truly that's me i just turned 21 Uh, by 21 i mean 31 (laughs) so happy Happy Blade birthday to me. I'm going to say it for myself. And I'm here with uh, Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Doing good, but how you doing? I'm good. Feeling older, but feeling feeling more spry. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> but uh, we are... So, we talked about this trailer. We never officially reviewed anything for it. But uh, we're talking about Adrift, which uh, stars uh, Shane Lee Woodley, who... Most people probably know from those really terrible uh, Divergent movies. Uh, I think they only did two of them because the second one didn't do very well. But I she think they did that... three. Did they do three? Yeah, that like the third one was called something dumb. I mean, they're all called something dumb. <laughs> I think it was like Divergent, Insurgent, and then Allegiant. That that sounds right. God, did they yeah. really do three of those? Oh my god! That's yeah, ridiculous. they made three. I'm looking at the, her, uh, <laughs> her, um, uh, that is cast list she's done. Yep, they made three of those terrible movies. <laughs> god, that's that's insane. But, uh, but but then I saw her in um, uh, Snowden, which I really uh, thought she was fantastic in, and I saw her in. Uh, Big Little Lies, that HBO miniseries, uh, and she was fantastic on there. So I, I'm, I'm very back, in, and of course she was in Fault, uh, The Fault in Our Stars, which I will be honest was kind of like, um, was kind of like uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. How I fell in love with Emma Watson after that, I was just like, okay, you're you're kind of wonderful. But uh, Shailene Woodley is interesting in the sense that she she's very talented. Uh, but I just don't think she's had that movie where everyone can kind of go, oh yeah, I universally love that movie, if that kind of makes sense. Um, I'm really curious to get your guys' thoughts on this, because this felt like another classic why do white people do these things movie for me, but I will, <laughs> I will say that I might have enjoyed it more than some people did. Uh, Scott, kind of your thoughts going into this. Uh, I feel like you kind of get a good um, handle on this movie before you get into it. Um, just based on previews that we've seen, I think they've been playing this preview for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like it's been a while. Um, so I feel you, can, you you have a good idea of what the tone is going to be, um, and it's far and away the tone of like a love story. Um, then it, they, they throw in a little bit of waves and you know, a lot of, a lot of storms and such. Um, but going into it, I, I feel like I was kind of preparing myself for more of like a romantic drama. Um, 
and not necessarily my favorite genre uh, of movie. So just kind of hoping that the uh, acting took it took it from there and was able to uh, carry my interest throughout. What do you, what, what about you, Colin? What, what were you expecting? I thought I was gonna hate it. <laughs> like the trailer. I thought it was going to be like my idea of the movie was going to was like you know adventurous girl meets the dreamy british guy and like in that and it's like that's concentrated in like the first like 20 15 20 minutes of the movie and then it was going to be like an hour and a half of them like at sea and I was just like I'm going to hate it um surprisingly though i thought they did kind of some interesting things with it to make it not so predictable and kind of like this played out like way this movie could have easily gone um i guess i'd say that um other than that i wasn't really excited for either of these actors um shailene woodley I first saw her in The Spectacular Now, actually. That's right. She was in that. Okay. Yeah. Miles Teller, um, right? And I remember like thinking that movie was all right. It was done by some of the same people that did 500 Days of Summer, and I really liked that movie. Um, so I remember liking her there. I saw Fault in Our Stars, and it was just like that dumb book. It got it got me. I, I fully admit that movie got me. Yeah, I mean, it, that's what it was. I knew that's like what that movie was gonna do because that's how the book was. <laughs> and then yeah, and then she and then she did like the uh, Hunger Game ripoff movies, like you were talking about, <laughs> Hunter, like the Divergent series, yeah. which is just like you know one of those YA novel series turned to movies. And I was just so I I I was like, she's not a good actress. Like I don't care about <laughs> her. Well, that, that was just, like, my perception of her having not even seen any of those movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it was just the idea I had of her in my head. Um, so, yeah, I was, like, my expectations were super low. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of how I was going into the movie. How do you think it ended up playing out to start, Hunter? So, here's the thing. I think the biggest victim... The biggest problem with this movie is the format. I think the format is a fucking crime for this movie. And I think the this is a movie that is so guilty of trying to be more than what it should be. Uh, it, this should have just been straightforward. Boy meets girl. They get into this uh, <laughs> hilarious predicament. And, <laughs> and then, and then Shane Lee Woodley has to kind of, you know, try to survive. The problem is that they, they tell this movie through current present day and in flashbacks and so all the tension that's supposed to be in this movie is just drained from it because it can never sell on its tone and i'll be honest that was the thing that just frustrated the fuck out of me as i was watching this because i was sitting there thinking god this is really intense shit but then every time it got intense it would cut back to them you know drinking wine or her giving him giving her a seashell or whatever the fuck. It's like stop doing that. Like let this movie just be. But it couldn't be bought. It couldn't be bothered uh, to do that. So 
uh, Shailene Woodley plays Tammy, who's this, uh, I think they said she's 24 in the movie, you know, she's this spunky, you know, adventurous girl who's, you know, is basically... <laughs> It's almost, like a, it's almost like a white version of Moana. It's like she's called by the sea, basically. And she meets, uh, what's this dude's name? Richard? Richard Sharp, that's it. Um, who's played by Sam uh, uh, Claffin, who I will get to in a moment. And he uh, he's built his own boat and just kind of does the same thing. Just kind of, you know, goes where the wind takes him. They, they date for three months and he goes, hey, baby, you want to come around the world with me? She's like, sure, that sounds great. I've known you for a while. And, <laughs> and, then, and then they basically encounter the storm from the perfect storm. <laughs> like the first time sailing this boat. And I will say, man, that's that just shit luck. I, I mean, I make the joke about, oh, you know, dumb things white people do. This is just a storm that... There's nothing they could have done. And the movie does a pretty good job of just kind of going like, well, they were just dealt a really shitty hand. And, <laughs> and they had no choice but to hit, essentially. Um, I, I think what I found interesting about the movie is uh, Shailene Woodley. I, uh, she was also a producer on this, too. I thought she did a good job. I thought she worked her ass off and seemed like she was acting, you know, and actually trying to portray... Because she has to... There's a couple points where things are so dire, where, you know, they don't have dr fresh drinking water, and she's kind of going, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and she has to really portray uh, the dread and the uh, and the loneliness, you know, that you would experience of being adrift for uh, this long, and she really keeps the movie afloat. <laughs> uh, but, but I think where this movie just almost sinks, ha, two of them, uh, is, uh, <laughs> is Sam Claffin. This guy, it, you know, he remind me of, he remind me of the dad, uh, from Long Haul, where he was just like, I'm here just to collect the check. I, I don't care how many shot takes we need. I'm just going to do one and hopefully that works for you guys. He, he seems so disinterested in this movie. And I think she, I think Sh uh, Shailene Woodley was trying to carry the chemistry on her end, and he was just having none of it. It just seemed like he was, he felt nothing for her. Uh, Scott, kind of your thoughts on the movie. Yeah, I, I disagree. I feel like she was the one that was weighing this thing down. Interesting. Like, I, it was like, just the, the whole concept of this movie is like this very popular narrative now with like girls in their 20s of like this wanderlust type <laughs> deal where you like like you're saying go wherever the wind takes you and you meet this like you try new things and you meet like foreign boys and you go sailing with them and you fall in love and it's just like they're they're feeding it the whole time and it's super cliche and I don't know that um, Sam Claffin was really um, the, the reason for that but I, I was really not impressed with Shailene Woodley's performance. It seemed kind of forced. Even in, like, the intense moments, they didn't really seem very intense to me. Um, but I, I that was kind of... That whole attitude was carried throughout this thing. And you're talking about the flashbacks of, you know, them, like, you know, going around the world and <laughs> drink drinking and feeding each other and, I don't know if I can... Like you're saying, finding seashells. Um, but yeah, it was just like the whole concept just kind of annoyed me and, um, her just like, 
knowing everything. Um, and then on top of that, I feel like the, the the picture they're painting of this Richard guy is like the perfect guy, right? Who um, is like build his own boats. <laughs> <laughs> It's like very realistic narrative, like building his own boat, and like he, he um, is like very deep, and like they don't ever have sex, and like <laughs> what just like a charming young man who's like thirty, in his thirties or something like that. Yeah. She's like twenty four. Yeah. Um, and like the entire time, it's just like they're just like building you up so much to like this guy and that he's like just the best thing to ever happen to anyone <laughs> that like you know that that there's going to be a turn at some point and they kind of allude to it towards the beginning oh oh we'll get we'll get there there's a bit of a twist um so you know it's interesting you say they didn't have sex but yet she was wet for most of the movie but hiyo anyway calling God damn it hunter <laughs> <laughs> just the worst i know go ahead um yeah this, this is really interesting hearing you guys' takes on this um i i had a different impression of this movie um especially to hear you say what you said hunter about how you very much disliked the way that it flashed you know back and forth in time i actually yeah. liked that I, when when I was going into the movie, I was dreading the fact that it was gonna be like an hour straight of them just at sea. I was like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be so boring. Like I'm gonna like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be thirsty and hungry, and they're gonna have to figure out how to get food, and like blah blah blah, everything you can think of that's happened on movies like this, whether it be stranded on a desert island or lost at sea type of movie. Um. So I was just, like, waiting for this big, long, boring, like, lost at sea uh, stretch of the movie. So I kind of liked that it was broken up just to kind of, like, give a break from these different points. I can see where you're coming from. I didn't like how they broke up the storm scene. That was, yeah. like, one of the parts that I thought should have been stretched out and shown more in its entirety, because that was, like, pretty well done, I thought. Like, when the whole thing's happening, and it is very, like, Perfect Storm-esque. Like, you got the big rogue wave, wall of water coming, um, uh, and then, you know, it sinks the boat, and, like, all of that happens. But, like, being in the theater, like, with the sound of the of the storm and everything, it's very, very intense. And then, you know, like, in an instant it does flashback to, like, when they're first setting sail. Um, and it does kind of, like, kill that intensity of the scene a little bit when it could have played out maybe a little bit more um, fluidly. Yeah. But I, I did like that it was broken up. Um, as far as the acting performances, I, like, am kind of, like, in the middle of you two guys, where I just thought both of them, like, were pretty good together. Like, I didn't think one of them was bad or the other was better. I just thought they were both, like, okay. (laughs) I thought they were, like, I thought that they were, like, kind of good together. Like, I thought they actually had a little chemistry. Like, it was, like, and maybe the 
um, Fifty Shades movies has just lowered the bar so low <laughs> to where like now I just think mediocre mediocre acting is like decent chemistry on screen. I don't know, maybe. Um, I was just like, what? It's weird. They're not like breaking out into hardcore sex scenes with like licking <laughs> shit off of each other's like naked bodies, where it's like really uncomfortable and awkward. Like, there's actual good sexual tension right here. Like, where's the red room? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> it's like, there's no spanking scene. What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I thought like for what it is for most of the movie, like it's definitely like got a lot of the chick flick like you know hit points that goes along with it like you said scott he's just too perfect i don't think they ever really even get into one fight the entire movie he's just he's just got this beautiful british accent and (laughs) you know he's just there to you know sweep her off her feet and does nothing or says nothing wrong um the whole time um you find out on the boat that you know None of that was actually real. We'll get to that, but um, yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, Spoiler. <laughs> well, you don't you don't know what I mean by that, Scott. Once you saw the movie, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's not going to win any awards, obviously. But I I never found myself rolling my eyes too bad at it. I guess, which is like you know, it's it's not going to get the highest grade. But, you know, I was never, you know, annoyed or, or thought it was really stupid, I guess, is what, what my first impressions of while I was watching it. I, I guess, I, the word fine kept coming up in my head. I was like, it's fine. Just, just you know, the, I, I thought the best thing about this movie was the art direction and the way that things are shot. Because the way they shoot things like underwater and... The storm itself, like the cinematography, it's beautiful in here. Like the, they show like, like sweeping shots of like the sunset and stuff like this. And I went, wow, okay, this is all really well. I mean, the way it's shot, it's beautiful. Yeah, I didn't uh, mind the uh, shots of Shailene Woodley in her swimsuit underwater either. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, and and like her, just it's like Jennifer Aniston, Aniston, like no bra ever, always like. Fully erect nipples. The <laughs> yeah, right, right off the bat too. Yeah. Like she, yeah. the the boat like, is like welcome to the world. <laughs> the boat is in ruins, and she just whips off her raincoat, and it's just like nipple city. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, damn, I didn't know Jennifer Lawrence was starring this, but I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean that that is not a bad thing. She's in like she's in two pieces and stuff like that. I went, oh, that's cool. One thing I did appreciate, though, is that as the movie went on and she is, you know, adrift, uh, they do, sh- like, you see her body, you know, she looks way skinnier as the movie goes on, which I will admit, like, freaked me out, but that's, you know, how you would be if you were eating, like, nothing. Uh, I-, I will say, too, something that just, and I said this out loud, I was like, oh, get over yourself. There's a point where he's talking to, uh, what's the guy's name, Robert? or uh, Richard. Richard, thank you. Uh, where she's talking to him, and he goes, you, you know, you have to go get a fish, you know, like, you know, you have to eat. And she goes, I'm like, he's like, I'm a vegetarian, I won't, I won't torture something. That's what it was, that stupid line. He's like, oh, I won't torture something just to eat. And I just went, oh, get over yourself, really? I'm like, now? You're like... No, I can't hurt a defenseless animal. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to die? 
Dum Dum, I just, I roll my eyes heavy at that. I, I will be honest. And she, she does come yeah, to that I, realization pretty quick as well, too. True, but I mean, even the fact that that was even a thing, I just went, really, at this point, you're going to, Vegas going to be choosers when you're just trying to survive? I just, that, that just irked me. Uh, Scott, sorry, I think you're going to say something. Yeah, just one another thing that kind of brought me out of it for sure, and it's like, okay, this is you're like surviving out here, and you don't like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it just played along with the whole narrative. Like when they first met, she's like, she's like cutting up a fish, and they meet on the dock, and he's like, "Can I cook you dinner?" It's like, "No, I'm a vegetarian." I'm like, oh sweet, yeah, this, you seem like a cool person. Like, that, <laughs> Like you're you're totally cool for not eating eating meat. Like this is this is gonna come back to bite your ass. And then like just her being so adamant about not doing it. And like so she I I forget how many days in they were when when she tried like she tried half heartedly and then I don't know, like a week later she's like, You know what? I think I probably should. Yeah. It's like you're I don't know, it just to me, it didn't feel like a Lost at Sea movie, which is kind of what you were saying, Colin. Um, and maybe I was just looking for that more and less about their romance. Um, I did. I feel like the flashbacks were definitely effective, and like they built up a bunch of emotion towards these characters and how they met. And it was creative of them to. They kind of started at the at the end. And kind of worked their way towards it. Well, like middle. Started at the middle, worked their way towards that. And then we're kind of drawing closer together from the past and the present. Um, so I thought that was effective. But that was not really, like, a movie that... <laughs> the, the, the movie that they were going for is not the one that I really was, was looking to watch at that point. So it was... I don't know. Just I got too caught up in the cheesiness of the romance and... It just distracted me from the fact that they were, like, getting annihilated in open ocean. <laughs> and I wanted to see... I think I wanted to see that more. Yeah, that's... I want, that, that Like, I, I preferred more of, like, a survival story, and I feel like we didn't really get that. It was just kind of like, oh, we gotta eat some sardines and put some lotion on my face, and <laughs> then we're rescued, and, like, spoiler, they're rescued. Um... <laughs> Ooh, are, so, are are they rescued? Yeah. Uh-huh. Fine. Better watch and find out. <laughs> yeah, do do you mind if we get into that spoiler no, we, actually? So, I'd like to touch on that. Yeah, okay. So you Colin, you're up. Go ahead. Yeah, so um so that's that's one of that's the big reveal of the movie. Um it's it's very like uh what what was that one movie uh Life of Pi? Um, yeah. I was just like, "Oh, there's they're doing Life of Pi right now, um, but um, <laughs> they uh, uh, she's she you know a, a, a running theme throughout this movie is is the fact that when you're lost at sea or when you're at sea for a long time you hallucinate, um, kind of giving you that foreshadowing. Um, but it did it did ca- catch me off guard. But the big the big reveal of, of the movie is that she never actually rescues the guy, which. I was happy that they that ended up happening because the original scene where she like goes and finally rescues the guy, I'm just like, there's no way in hell 
this guy is alive right now on this little mm-hmm. piece of driftwood, like the, the 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 mini boat that had fallen off, because um, it had been a while, um, and he was fucked up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, 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 his ribs were cracked and his leg was done. Um, he was basically dead. So when they came to the point where um, they reveal that he was never actually rescued, she had made it all up in her head. Um, I was like, at least that explains that. Um, but I didn't know how I really felt about it. And I, what I did know, I, I didn't like that they hammered it over the head where they had to Thank show you. the other, the, they had to repeat the scenes. If they would have just like let it go from like when I thought it was really nice how he was there and then he she's kind of looking down and she's like I gotta let you go and it kind of pans up and he's not there anymore if they would have just left it at that I was like that was actually kind of well done but then they have to like hammer it over your head and show like her eating peanut butter by herself and I'm like no we got it we're not fucking dumb <laughs> hey remember remember, <laughs> hey, remember? This? yeah remember, remember when she's eating peanut butter no he wasn't there isn't that crazy <laughs> So, Colin, you just hit the nail on the head. If they hadn't treated this like it was a twist, I wouldn't have cared as bad. But the fact they treat it like a, da-da-da, we got you, I went, no, you didn't actually. And I'm actually more pissed off that you're presenting it like a twist. It it seemed like almost like, you know what it reminded me? It reminded me of season um, six? Yeah, season six of Dexter, where you find out Colin Hanks uh, was talking to uh, Edward James Almost character. Uh, in Dexter, and that that was his dark passenger, and they presented like, "Haha, we got you!" And I'm like, "No, no, you didn't." And same thing here. I was just really irritated because you're right; they foreshadow it like there's a like a motherfucker. There's a point where they're talking at dinner, and he goes, "She goes, what's being a sea like? Oh, it's it's lonely, it's crazy. You you hallucinate, ah uh, ah uh, ah." Uh. And then, and then when he proposes to her. The setup is that he goes, oh, am I talking to you? Like, did I just ask you to marry me in my dead mother's voice? But don't worry, I always feel like my mom has always been there to lead me and to guide me. It's like, okay, fuck, fine. Like, I I get where you're going with this. Just don't, don't be this incredibly just vapid about it. And it's just, it's frustrating to me because I was going back and forth between my grades on this. And that really draw, uh, dropped it down for me personally. Uh, Scott, kind of your thoughts. Um, I appreciated that, like that it, it it helped to keep my attention throughout this movie. And when they did that, um, I completely agree with with Colin. I think that it was super unnecessary to go back through the scenes and. Um, yeah, it would have just been way more eloquent just just to leave it at that and just kind of come to your own conclusions at that point. Um, but it was, that was just all part of the goal of this. That what it felt like to me is to continually draw at your heartstrings throughout it, do the flashbacks of when they were really close, and then go to a really tough scene. And then this, once you figured out that he's actually dead, and then do flashbacks of like all of this and her playing guitar and her shoving her fingers of peanut butter into his mouth um, in an oddly sensual way. Um, <laughs> Go on. Like, so, and it's just like constantly doing that and it felt, it felt kind of cheap in that way. But I do appreciate the way that they went about it. I, I um, again, I agree with you, Colin. I think that the, that little 
um, the scene there where they kind of pan the camera and he's gone and you start to kind of piece it together was very well done. And yeah, I don't know. I, they should, you're right. They should just left it at that. I don't think that everything else was necessary, but, um, I don't know. I think you could kind of draw your own conclusions, but I, I was, I was surprised. I think I was taken aback by that reveal. So I, it was, it added to this movie for sure. Yeah. I, to, to be honest, I wasn't, I wasn't sitting there like, the movie being like oh this guy's this is a hallucination or this guy's dead right. i didn't like i didn't think that i was i wasn't giving the movie that much credit that they would even try that <laughs> i was just like oh this you know um and the whole time i'm thinking i mean like i know this is a true story and i'm like he really like was on this little boat and he, she right. was able to go rescue him and pull him and you know uh splint his leg and um, you know, keep him alive for this long when this dude should clearly be dead by now. And then, um, and when when they made the reveal, I was just like, okay, at, at least at least you're doing some some interesting things with this movie. You're trying. Um, but then, uh, like, like I was saying before, just you don't need to hammer it home. And then you, you kind of you kill the moment. You make it into this like let's just make everybody on the same page get everybody on the, get all the the dummies on the same page. make sure, make them realize what's going on because like our you know we i it would have been a more interesting movie if people would have been like did he fall over is he gone now and it's like no he was never fucking there you know like is do i do you think that they i i feel like that's something that they added later yeah that's like yes like, like they yeah, were like, you they, know what they had like uh what is it like the view, like the they show it to like Even people were, audiences. A few people were like, "Wait, what happened? Where did he go?" Yeah, like oh, it was like well, we better put together this montage <laughs> just to to like make them happy. Yeah, I feel like the dumbasses in the screening rooms were like, "I don't." So did he like fall off the boat right there? <laughs> Why didn't you get him? <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, we better put in the scene of her eating peanut butter by herself." <laughs> yeah, I yeah I will be honest. I, I think you guys just hit the nail on the head. It seemed like this pro, when they did test screenings for this, people just didn't get it. They're like it's so ambiguous. I don't know what it means. And they were like, "Full fuck!" Now we have to like dumb this down so that, you know the the simplest simpleton <laughs> can fucking understand this. So it, yeah, that's actually probably that's probably exactly what happened. But um, as we wrap up here, I, I'm gonna just kind of jump in here. Uh, so I saw this today. I saw it at ten forty this morning. So it, it wasn't worth what I paid for it. I paid six fifty, but at the same time, it's a cheap movie. Yeah, how are you getting, you getting six fifty for a movie? That's what I want. I, I I go early, man. Yeah, I was shocked. I, mine was five ninety nine today at the AMC here what? in Seattle. I was like, wow! I was shocked. That's the cheapest movie really? I've ever seen in Seattle. Did you guys? You, did you guys drop drop Dong at the kiosk? <laughs> Well, I well I do that anyway, which is why I can only go to this one theater now. But, but. yeah, well I did that I in got, the alley I, beforehand, I got, but that was for something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got like I got like nine, like eight bucks, but it was like a student student price. Oh, really? That's student price? Shit. I for mean, I and like Matt too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's really uh, getting for getting me for everything they I've got. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. God. I got a family of one to feed. Yeah, if if I hadn't if I hadn't gone for Leia, I would have used Movie Pass. But they're like, oh, you gotta have your tickets together. It's like, god damn it. So that wasn't great. But anyways, um, I will say 
I was at a B minus for this until that fucking ending, and I just went son of a bitch. Like you just couldn't not hammer this home. So this drops to a C plus for me. If I got this at you know Red Box or rent this on Amazon, I'd be like, eh, okay. But uh, yeah, it's C plus. I, I think this is something you can enjoy just for the cinematography. But I, I think the movie, you know, uh, I think it just kind of folds under its own uh, ambitions. And I will be the first to admit, too, uh, maybe I was expecting more of a castaway-type movie than what I got. And granted, castaway is, you know, fucking fantastic. Um, this movie's short, though, which I will give them credit for. This is under 100 minutes, which, thank God, because if this was two hours, this probably would have been a D or go fuck yourself. But they keep it short. And I think for the time allowed, they do a, a, a decent job. So, yeah, C-plus for me. Uh, Scott, go ahead, man. Um, I can appreciate that this genre isn't necessarily my favorite, or this wasn't really made for my demographic, per se. Um, so there's certain things about it that irk me that I know certain people that I know would like. Um, I, 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 I think I enjoyed... I think the ending actually raised my grade to probably what it was going to be. I'm in the similar boat where I, I wanted to <laughs> similar boat. Cer- <laughs> similar, similar schooner. Uh, feel like it. I want more of a feel like they were surviving um, for the majority of this movie. I could have stood for a little less character development, which is something I usually rag movies on, but um, you kind of get what it is. They meet happenstance and they like each other and they fall in love and that's great and they're building some some um emotional connection with the viewer but i don't think all of it was completely necessary and maybe it was my expectations going in but i don't think that um shailene woodley really did a great job and the chemistry was fine i just was not really impressed with the acting in general um this is something I probably will never watch again, and depending on who asked me, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, if you are, I, there was a young woman next to me that was like sobbing during like the end of this, so I know there's some people out there that that might enjoy it, but not for me. Um, <laughs> but, but but I will say, and I think we can all agree on this that. Where my expectations were and where my grade is, is is pretty different. And I think that I thought that I was really not going to enjoy this movie. That's and fair. It, I agree. It, out, it, it definitely outperformed. So I would say this is just a very average movie, so I can give it a C. Nice. Um, yeah, I think I think that was a great way to put it. This, I Man, if, if you would have asked me and be like, what do you think you're going to grade this? Like, when I saw the trailer, I'd been like, oh, there's no way it's getting higher than a D. Like, uh, I mean, this movie looks so boring, so, like, such a played out, like, love story turned tragedy. Um, but I, th- I thought they did interesting things with it. I, th- I, I actually think Shailene Woodley was pretty good. Um, I, I enjoyed her. I enjoyed her with, um, Sam Claffin, um... I, I thought they were pretty good on screen together. Uh, I, I thought this movie could have been really dragged out, really boring. Um, I, I was impressed by the fact that it kind of, like, held my interest. And I was kind of, like, 
you bring up a good point, Scott, where you say, like, one, this movie's not going to be for everybody, but there is probably a demographic where this movie's going to be, like, you know, in the upper A ranges because mm-hmm. it has a, it hits a lot of those marks. I mean, it, it, it feels like a Nicholas Sparks movie at times, mm-hmm. but this is like a Nicholas Sparks movie that I could, like, watch and not hate and roll my eyes at the entire time because there's at least, like, you know, there's the cool scene, like, there's the cool um, storm scene hitting, you know, there was, there was problems with that being broken up that we talked about, um, but, but there's at least elements that really held my interest, um, and I didn't hate the two actors involved. Um, I felt bad because I was watching, I was like, oh my god, Nikki would have loved this movie. She would have given this an A+, probably. Um, and this is a movie that I actually could have watched, so I was just like, oh man, what a miss that I didn't actually, you know, take her to go see this. <laughs> uh, Finally, one I, just, I basically just see every movie by myself now. It's kind of, it's kind of funny, but I'm just so used to it, I just see everything alone. Um, but, uh, yeah, at, at the end of it, I was, I felt like I, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but it's definitely not a movie that I probably would rewatch. Um, but I, okay. fr- from the way we talk about it, I, I think I, I probably liked it a little more than you guys. I'm going to give it a B minus. God, wow, we literally covered the spectrum. C, C, C plus, B minus. That's, that's a trip. Okay. <laughs> like, well, it's interesting. It so I gotta be honest, Scott. I thought you were gonna go low if you're great. Like the way you're kind of talking about, it, I was like Scott might go C minus here, but that's that's. Yeah, and I think I was I was impressed with the twist. I think most of all, because um, I and then you mentioned it earlier the the runtime. I think I was just very appreciative of like it not being stretched out. Yeah, and they could they could have totally just like made this. A two-hour movie easily. You, you know easily. what's weird is that on my Fandango app or whatever I use to usually look at like the movies and the details. I forget what it is. It's like Flixster. I use Flixster um, to see what movie times are. It said it was two hours, and I was like checking my watch, and it was getting close to the e- end of the movie. Me thinking there was thirty minutes left, and then she gets rescued. And then it's just like the credits start rolling, and it, I was, it was like only an hour and a half, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go! <laughs> I was like, this is over? I was like, that's not a bad movie. And I think that really helped me out. Like, that's in fair, every sure. possible yeah. way, I had the bar set real low. Like, I was just mm-hmm. like, this movie's gonna be boring, this movie's gonna be long, because I saw it, it said two hours, and I was like, oh, this movie's gonna be two fucking hours. And then it ended in an hour and a half, and I think that definitely <laughs> helped my, like, my initial like feelings walking away from the theater and I was like not not too bad (laughs) I think and we put a lot of I feel like in this podcast we put a decent amount of emphasis on trailers and I think that's validated in in your in your sense of what you expect going into this movie and like what your opinion of it is coming out and like we were probably not through thrilled with this trailer so maybe that needs to be a strategy is just make some shitty trailers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just to get people in, uh, just good enough to get people into the movie, yeah. and then just blow them away, and they'd be like, "A plus is all right." Yeah, yeah, like the new Mission Impossible. I'm probably going to be so disappointed because I just fucking oh, love yeah. that trailer, and then exactly. I'm going to go into the movie exactly. and I'm be like, "Where's the cool song?" <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is totally fair though. So, 
Hey, all right. Hey, I appreciate. I appreciate the. I appreciate the logic behind everyone's grades, though, because I think this. I think this movie will be. I think like a seventy-one percent, I believe, on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's people are liking it. I mean, so you know, who knows? I that that is thing that you could see so much worse. And I think we what we just reviewed. Uh, oh God, not not I feel pretty. Uh, oh life God, of party. Fucking life, life of the, the fucking party. God. Yeah, and that and that and I'll be honest. I think that movie just lowered the bar so much for me for the rest of the summer. I'm just like, okay, as long as it's not life of the party, you'll probably get a C minus by default. Just because. yeah, you can't really appreciate a drift until you see the week of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to see some true go fuck yourselves right. to get that real, you know, gauge of where where grades are actually at. You're like, you know what? I'm not angry, and you know, I'm in kind of a good mood wow uh, how refreshing <laughs> yeah, right. yeah it, it's been kind of rough this uh for some parts of the year here so far already but uh yeah i know that that's a very fair point but guys what did you think of uh i was so like for the party oh god uh, what you guys <laughs> what you guys think of a drift i i will be curious to say uh, to see where shailene woodley kind of goes from here I, I don't think i've seen that guy in anything uh I mean, but there's so many British actors now. I probably have seen even something. I just can't remember it. But, uh, guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us on uh, SoundCloud, uh, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, Google Music, pardon me, at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at... Newman the First. And you can follow our buddy Colin on Twitter at... The real O'Neill. There you go. <laughs> and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, this weekend we'll have a review up for, I'm not even going to lie, it's one of my most anticipated movies of the year. I'm so excited for Won't You Be My Neighbor. <laughs> I'm so excited for that fucking movie. Like, and I actually am too, I won't lie to you. I'm, I'm genuinely giddy to, to see that. That trailer's been making me cry. <laughs> Just, uh. You're going to be bawling hey. the whole time in that movie. Oh, dude, I want to be bawling my eyes out. I'll probably see it twice. And then <laughs> and then uh, another movie I'm going to cry in, and probably for the opposite reasons, we're seeing Ocean's 8, which I... <laughs> it could be good. I hope it's not Ghostbusters. It, it, does Tag good. come out next week, too? That's the 15th, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But that is, the same we- that is the same weekend Incredibles 2 comes out. Oh, so there you go. That'll, yep. that'll, be, that'll be a great weekend. But and then when's Jurassic World? Good. Uh, the twenty second. That's a week after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So June will hopefully be a really good month for movies. So uh, fingers crossed. But guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Wow.